Good morning, friends, and uh, welcome. Glad that we have the opportunity to gather together today to break open the Word, to spend time in prayer and to guide ourselves to bring about the kingdom of God here and now. Uh, Today is Tuesday, the 23rd of March, 2021. And uh, we are gathering together today to do the daily readings. Before we begin, uh, let us take a few moments to kind of quiet the space that we're in. Turn off all the distractions. Maybe turn on Do Not Disturb. I need to follow that advice myself currently. We're going to take a couple of big deep breaths. With the eat with each deep breath. Uh, allow ourselves to uh, breathe in that peace of Christ, that sense of still calm, a sense of comfort. And as we slowly release that big deep breath, let it take away all the anxieties, the fears, the worries the struggles. And now that we've made room, let us breathe in again and fill that space with a great love in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Nothing is more practical than finding God than falling in love in a quite absolute final way. What you are in love with, what seizes your imagination, will affect everything. It will decide what will get you out of bed in the morning, what you will do with your evenings, how you will spend your weekends, what you read, whom you know, what breaks your heart and what amazes you with joy and gratitude. Fall in love, stay in love, and it will decide everything. And in this sacred space here and now, we call to mind just a few things that we're grateful for. I'm grateful for you all, for this time, for this space. I'm grateful for a warm cup of coffee. And I'm grateful for friendship, the way it lifts us up, the way it illuminates the dark times, the way it provides comfort. Our first reading today is from the book of Numbers. From Mount Or. The children of Israel set out on the Red Sea Road to bypass the land of Edom. But when their patience worn out by the journey, the people complained against God and Moses. Why have you brought us up from Egypt to die in this desert, where there is no food or water? We are disgusted with this wretched food. In punishment, the Lord sent among the people seraph serpents, which bit the people so that many of them died. 
Then the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned in complaining against the Lord and you. Pray that the Lord, pray the Lord, to take the serpents away from us. So Moses prayed for the people. And the Lord said to Moses, Make a seraph and mount it on a pole. And whoever looks at it after being bitten will live. Moses accordingly made a bronze serpent and mounted it on a pole. And whenever anyone who had been bitten by a serpent looked at the bronze serpent, he lived. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Response or song comes from Psalm 102. And the response is, O Lord, hear my prayer, and let my cry come to you. O Lord, hear my prayer, and let my cry come to you. O Lord, hear my prayer, and let my cry come to you. Hide not your face from me in the day of my distress. Incline your ear to me in the day when I call. Answer me speedily. O Lord, hear my prayer, and let my cry come to you. The nation shall revere your name, O Lord, and the kings of the earth your glory. When the Lord has rebuilt Zion and appeared in his glory, when he has regarded the prayer of the destitute and not despised their prayer. O Lord, hear my prayer. And let my cry come to you. Let this be written for the generation to come. And let his future creatures praise the Lord. The Lord looked down from his holy height. From heaven he beheld the earth. To hear the groaning of the prisoners. To release those doomed to die. O Lord, hear my prayer. And let my cry come to you to you. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. The seed is the word of God. Christ is the sower. All who come to him will live forever. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. My friends, the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to the Pharisees, I am going away, and you will look for me, but you will die in your sin. Where I am going, you cannot come. So the Jews said, He is going to kill himself. Is he? Because he said, Where I am going, you cannot come. He said to them, You belong to what is below. I belong to what is above. You belong to this world, but I do not belong to this world. That is why I told you that you will die in your sins. For if you do not believe that I am, you will die in your sins. So they said to him, Who are you? Jesus said to them, What I told you, From the beginning, 
I have much to say about you in condemnation. But the one who sent me is true. And what I heard from him, I tell the world. They did not realize that he was speaking to them of the Father. So Jesus said to them, When you lift up the Son of Man, then you will realize that I am. And that I do nothing on my own, but I say only what the Father taught me. The one who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone, because I always do what is pleasing to him. Because he spoke this way, many came to believe in him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. All right, friends. So, Today, we're hearing Christ talk about, it's kind of a continuation of what Jesus has been talking about throughout John in 7.53 all the way through kind of 8.11 before we get into this particular passage. Christ had been talking about sin and accusation. This portion of the Gospel of John, it's one of the only uh, significant stories that is missing from some ancient manuscripts of the Gospel of John. Some people's Bibles may not have this section. Um, or it may be merely just in like the footnotes. Uh, you may not have read this, that, that previous section before. That's why I think it's noteworthy. Um, some speculate that this omission was due to older manuscripts listing the names of those who were involved. Um, and some older manuscripts, it's included in the end of the gospel or actually in Luke after Luke, I think it's like 2130, somewhere like 3840, somewhere around there. I don't have my Bible in front of me. Um, but Jesus was already near the Mount of Olives and was already um, teaching in the temple. And so, still many others believe that this may have been a true story of the mercy of Jesus that traveled independently of the, of the Gospels and was added here out of context. And this is talking about the, the woman in accusation, uh, the, everyone who was accusing her, what I talked about uh, yesterday. I hope you got to see that, my, my video from the yard, right? And so... Um, it's an important thematic preface to the section to follow regarding judgment. Um, the, the woman caught in adultery is brought forth by the Pharisees to test Christ, right? And it's interesting that in asking him, it actually leads some authority to Jesus or lends this, uh, it lends authority to him. It, it gives him this uh, kind of, there's a situational irony that's there. Uh, they gave authority to Jesus within their own synagogue. Um, the story teaches us a simple message that God is judge and not man. And, and you need to be aware of that. And so as we move on with um, this replacement of light theme with I am the light of the world, this I am statements that keep made, keep getting made. During the Feast of the Tabernacles, the golden lamps in the temple court, were, would they be lit? And water was brought uh, to the lamps. This uh, legal tone of accusation and answering questions returns here. The discussion grows heated over the course of discussions. This repeated use of I am, it enrages the Jews. Because keep in mind, I am is a statement of God. The closest thing uh, to Jesus's ministry of a catfight of sorts. This is where like everyone's, uh, everyone's on edge. They say we are the sons of Abraham. 
They say, we are not born of fornication. Jesus retorts that they seem to be children of the devil. And in the Jewish realm, two witnesses were expected to be present to demonstrate, uh, prophesy, and truth. And Jesus and his father, uh, they are the two witnesses in this discourse. And so as we're looking at this theme of light and this I am the light, Jesus builds into the course of this story a couple of themes that will return soon. The first is this tone that I am demonstrates that he has some godly authority. The theme of Jesus as judge is carried on and the statement of Jesus is of the truth. It's also introduced to reinforce his role as a judge. That he is judge in his divinity, fully human, fully divine. Of course, he also reiterates that he is of the Father as they are defending that they are children of Abraham. The big conclusion before Abraham was, I am. And we read about this in 858. It even brings uh, an attempt to stone Jesus, implying that they deemed his statements as blasphemy, and they ran him out of the temple. See, like even with God face to face with those who claim to follow God, they just couldn't pick up on the context clues. And now I'm going to be completely honest with you. There have been times where I've been in the back of the church where, you know, someone will wander in from the street and they will profess to be Jesus as well. But keep in mind, Jesus lets us know that he is the last to come. (laughs) And so when I encounter someone proclaiming to be God, while I will always listen and hear what it is that they need and what they have to say, I know that while they may be guided by God in some way to guide me to a place of compassion, that they are not necessarily God themselves. For these Pharisees, did they stand a chance? I don't know. I mean, keep in mind this rhetoric Uh, And it's not rhetoric in any way. It's statements of authority that come from Christ. They're powerful. I think it would arrest you. I think it would be said in such a way that you recognize something that's there. But it's in the failure to listen. It's in that failure uh, to be willing to be transformed. It's in that unwillingness to encounter the Christ and go a new way. When there is no conversion taking place, then no doubt struggle will be present. Pride will be present, all those things. And so we are, you know, ever looking deeper into our own hearts in that need to look within our own hearts and recognize what Christ is calling us to do. It's to be more light. As we seek to be more like Christ, then we are seeking to be those illuminators of the world around us that we seek to be hope, that we seek to be goodness, that we want to amplify uh, that which is of God, which is, is love. And so I leave you all with that um, as we go on our way. Oh, goodness. And so uh, let me, before we head our way, 
I want to talk about the things that we need to uh, be mindful of. Uh, if you can go to the Shrine's website and send emails of encouragement, uh, Ashley, Wilson, Andy, and Thomas, they're going to be coming into the church in about, well, less than two weeks now. And so uh, send words of love and, uh, and, and all that goodness um, if you can. Uh, if you want to help contribute to uh, the Shrine's outreach to help aid those who are experiencing homelessness, uh, we still need um, disposable masks, bottled water, ground caffeinated coffee, Mylar blankets, and hand warmers. We also are always taking sandwiches. These are sandwiches to be made on white bread with meat and cheese, no condiments. Uh, they're sealed in plastic bags. All these items can be delivered to the Shrine on Thursdays and Fridays. Thursdays from 10 until 12 and Fridays from 10 until 1.30. And friends, we thank you uh, for bearing with me. Uh, there's going to be another podcast tomorrow uh, for the daily readings, uh, as well as Thursday. And then Friday, we hope that you will join us for Mass, as well as stations at 3 o'clock. Mass online at noon, stations online at 3 p.m. God bless all of you. I love you all very, very much. Peace be to all of you. Be good to each other. Take care.